Welcome to the Charge Down with CB&D, where we take an hour out of your day to speak about the greatest game of all, Rugby League. How you doing, CB? Good, mate. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, indeed. Teamless Tuesday. Gotta love it. Yeah. Keen. So keen. So much has happened over the weekend. Like, a lot happened over the weekend. Some massive talking points. Uh-huh. I look and- forward to... <laughs> I look forward to it. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm going to spout out some random things and then we'll either get into them or go into last week's games and kind of touch on throughout it. Um, but Indigenous Round is here. Uh, round 11, Indigenous Round. Um, love it. I love it. Past the halfway mark and we're on our way um, into a very, very tough few weeks for the Tigers. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> mm. Um don't talk to me about tough, mate. Oh, well, okay. Okay. Um, well, that <laughs> actually brings me to some of my talking points. Mal Meninga gets his man. Um, uh, yes. Yes, he did. Yes, finally he did. happened for the money. Oh, look. Look. Money talks. Um, you know. <laughs> well, are we talking about this now? We're going to talk about this now? Yeah, why not? Why not? Okay. Okay, sure. Look, I would love for David Fafita to come out. It'll never happen. But I'd love yep. for him to come out and actually just say, look, I don't want to be at the Broncos because it's a shit show. Yeah. Or I left because, hey, 1.2 million is better than 800. Like, just be real because I hate all of the people, you know, making their own assumptions. I mean, that's what we do, isn't it? Um, yeah. I'm sure we've made assumptions. I'm probably going to make assumptions now and say that it was all about the money. Yeah. I could be wrong, but 400 grand or 450 grand or whatever it is reportedly, like, that's a monster difference. It is. To a 20-year-old. Like, it's out it, of this world. It is a lot of money. It's a hell of a lot of money um, compared to what the Broncos were offering him. But um, I've, I don't know. I've heard through the many grapevines that it wasn't about the money, um, even though it's a please, huge, please. huge part. <laughs> it's but, not about the money, says the guy that signed one point two five million. Like, <laughs> come on now. Yeah, um, I don't know. I like the the Titans are. They're looking good for next year. They're, they're building a good foundation around their their forward pack and front row pack. Mm. I definitely think they're building some good stuff. The the key for me is as long as they still have some dollars to to get the halves and fullback spot right because I don't think they got the mix there. No, they don't. And do you know? And do you know who the perfect perfect comparison is? The Broncos coming into this year. Yeah. Everyone was like, back. "Look at their forward pack. Look at their back lo- back row. It's the best in the comp. It's, they're going to be they're going to be in the you know they'll be leaders of the comp for years to come with that with that pack and like it's it's not really fired and and not to say that it's been bad. Payne Haas is is a is a freak. Yeah. Um, Carrigan's got some good you know good things about him. Like we've got a good still got a good side, but like or good back line and a back row and and front row, but, but like." We don't have the spine. No, no. The one through six is very... And they cost you the most, typically. Mm. So I just find it interesting that they've splurged so much on on the... on Well, on Fafida, obviously. And yeah. Taylor's already on Monster Money. Yeah, and I don't know. I heard someone speak about it, about the Ponga effect, um, where they sign one player and then players want to play with this player. Um, yep. And it kind of brings in those players. Like Ponga went, signed big with the Knights, and then Pierce came along, then Clemmer mm. came along. Um, and it, I guess there's a few more, but it kind of went from there. 
Like yeah, I definitely. Lesby. I definitely think that's real. Um, but I also think that people underestimate, like, just using your examples there, like Mitchell Pierce didn't want to go to Newcastle. He wanted to play at the Roosters. Yeah. Yeah. He had no choice but to go somewhere else. Now, how many teams were seriously in the market for a halfback at that point in time? That is very true. Um, the Dragons the Dragons had just signed Ben Hunt. Yeah. The Eels had just signed Mitchell Moses. Like, there wasn't that many teams that were searching for what was seen at the time as maybe a, a guy on the back end of his career as a halfback, um, which is silly in retrospect, but there just wasn't that many suitors. Um, yeah that's right but it does but in saying that i'm not to take away like i do agree with you i do think that there's definitely that um but i will i will mention that two weeks ago we did the players poll results and there was no mention of the titans in there when they said to players if you had to leave your current club who would you like to play for Mm. and the broncos were the the second on that list despite where we sit so yeah that still means that still means something it does i'd like to see that poll next year um, and see where we're at, see if it has changed a bit with mm. uh, the climate of the game. Um, Probably will have. Just while we're, well, just to get back on track though, I know we've got a lot to talk about, but just the Fafita thing, like I wish him all the best. Um, mm. Do I think it was a good decision him going? I think financially, yes. I think, yeah. I think that the culture of the Titans looks pretty solid. There's some good things happening there. Um, I would have preferred him stay, obviously. But I'm also glad, and whether it's true or not true, um, my perception is that we didn't try and overpay. We offered him 800k a year. I think that was very fair. Um, I think that was on the money for mine. And I'm glad that we didn't try and overpay because I just think that would have hamstrung us. And we've been hamstrung enough with those big contracts for guys. Um, I would rather us go after a a 1679 on big dollars rather than than a back back row. That's just my my vibe if um yeah yeah we'll get into another in another episode but i would like to go through um who you think would be a good fit for certain clubs um but we'll we'll pencil that in for a future episode um the there's there's more big news that's happened obviously sunny bill's on his way back yeah um which (laughs) the roosters obviously put their hand up that was the worst, worst kept secret in rugby league. Yeah, um, I knew that was coming. The curse number nine jersey at the Knights. Oh, that's horrible, isn't it? Man, I feel for them. I feel for them so much. They're up to the what fourth choice? Yeah, they lost Jaden Braley at the start of the or towards the start of the year. They signed McCulloch. He um comes out and plays, and then goes off in like five ten minutes mm. to a uh, torn hammy, like tore off the actual bone. Yeah, which is up the top as well. So it's one of the worst ones you can have. And then five minutes later, his replacement, Connor Watson, comes out and does his Achilles tendon. And he's gone for the season as well. Crazy, crazy, um, crazy. I mean, we'll see. Con- Connor Watson and um, McCulloch were both playing really good footy too. Yeah, yeah, they really were. Um, and obviously Watson just came back from injury not too long ago. He's had a pretty rough 24 months. Um, but we'll see on the team list that uh, the big dog Randall's back as well. So that'll yeah. be good for them. Um, there's potential that there's no bunker next year. As, yeah, um, I read that. Gus cool. Gould has gone in and he's come out and said that they're looking at some big changes. What um, do you think? Uh, I, I mean, the bunk is kind of necessary sometimes, but like it's not, it's being used 
way too much. And we've, talk, we've spoken about it before. They slow things down too much and it's just, it's yeah. unrealistic. Doesn't matter what they put in place though. The referees, if it's there, they'll use it. And that's what they're supposed to do, but they do overuse it. Yeah. But also at the same time though, would you be filthy if they didn't use it and then missed calls? You know, it's, yeah. it's a catch 22. There's no winning that one. As a yeah. fan, you're always going to complain one way or the other. I think it's pretty impossible to please people. Um, my only qualm is what we discussed today. I think that um, I want to see all the replays. I want to see all of the decisions being made on video live. Like, sorry, not live at real speed. Yeah, I just, that's my biggest frustration. I really fucking hate that we slow it down frame by frame, looking for like, oh, his fingernail looks like yeah. it's still touch. Like, just play it in real speed. If it looks like a try, it's a try. If it doesn't look like a try, it's not a try. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't if know. They if they did get rid of it, I think potentially they'd bring another ref back as well because um, mm. they'd obviously need to have a lot more eyes on the field as opposed but to... They're, they're looking at some new technology, aren't they? Um, I'm not too sure. I haven't looked into it too I think much. That's what, I thought that's what the article said, was that they some new U-Butte technology that they were looking at that would also be able to rule on forward passes. Oh, well, there you go. Maybe they put something in the ball. (laughs) Which I I find interesting because that whole forward pass thing is such a grey area. You know, the rule states comes out of the hands backwards but travels forward, it's okay. But yeah, Yeah. every week you see those ones get pulled up. Yeah, and it's always um, at the fault of Manly. (laughs) (laughs) They had a couple. They did. Um, We've got Corey Harware Naira comes straight to green to party. Yeah. Stage your green to party. What is yeah. that all about? Ah, uh, he's nation's he's a party capital, animal. right? Um, but yeah, he just <laughs> leaves the dogs, comes straight into the green machine, and mm. um, and as we'll see from the team list, he lands straight up, which is pretty insane. Smart business decision by Corey. <laughs> That's all yep. I'll say. Smart yeah. business decision. But uh, if he likes to party and get into trouble. Canberra hasn't exactly got the best track record of players um, staying on the course in the nation's capital. Yeah. Um, I haven't gotten this written down yet, but Curtis Scott, like one of the big signings of the year, they lost Leilua. They signed Curtis Scott. Looks yeah. like he might be out the doors as well very soon. Dogs? Uh, yeah, I've heard so. I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of the doggies though, how's that getting the W over the Knights? Your boy Huge. called it. Huge win, mate. We'll talk about that. And I'm sure you're going to bask in your glory because you did, <laughs> you did call. I mean, look, you throw enough mud sooner or later, something's going to stick. So yeah, you, you've made some, some wobbly old calls, but you got this one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and one last thing before I get, before we get into the teams, oh, sorry, before we get into last week, um, I do have to correct myself and for the people to let you know, Jack Johns <laughs> is in fact, Maddie Johns' son. My apologies for, not yeah. saying that he was related. Yeah, I thought it was awkward that that Maddie was actually just there watching it. <laughs> if they weren't related, that would have been a little strange. Yeah, it was. Um, I think it was on Thursday night or Friday night. They actually had like an article on him as well. It was like, oh, <laughs> well, this is embarrassing. Oh well, we all make mistakes, mate. We do. We do. Um, don't, don't apologize. Don't be. Don't be sorry. Just be better. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm going to do. Um, let's get into last week though. Do you want to kick it off? Round 11. Round 11. We no, had round a... 10. What? Last week? Was last week round 10? 
No, mate. It was round oh, 11. I'm a week, I'm about a week behind. Round 11. <laughs> sure. Had me worried for a second. Um, Thursday night was Para versus your Tigers. Yes. That was an absolute cracker of a game. I really enjoyed it. For two teams that I do not root for, yeah. I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good game. Both teams like played really, really well. I think they both showed a lot. Um, obviously, Para's been showing it all year. The Tigers feel like they're building. Yeah. They definitely have, have some, um, you know, a lot to be proud of with the way that they're building. I think you'd be happy with, with how they've been playing. Um, Para was too good in the end, got the job done, and I guess their class showed through um, in the end there. But um, they had it pretty much sewn up. I think Tigers got a late one. Um, I, think it was, I think it was actually 26 to 12 late. Yeah, it was... Um... That's right. It and then was... Tommy Talao got a try in the 78th minute. So made it 26-16, but it was over at that point. And I think Parra just was too good at, at home. Yeah. Massive hard-hitting match. There's a lot of blood um, on both teams. There I, was... know you want to, I know you want to mention it. Go on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, Russell Packer <laughs> <laughs> decided to put Ryan Madison in his seat. Um, yeah, he took him out for the of... whole game, which sucks for me <laughs> fantasy-wise, but at the same time, it was good to see um, all this <laughs> so, coming into the game and Russell Packer runs at him and just knocks him out. Dropped him. Yep. Gave him gave him a bit of jail yard bully. <laughs> <laughs> he even gave him some mouth afterwards too. He was, um, he was, he was pumped. And yeah. one of Russell Packer's good games too, he didn't... Um, he didn't, didn't play knock anyone out or didn't like not intend to do anything wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was funny. Um, uh, I was watching, what was it? I think it was 360 last night. And they said that they were trying to get the, the, the audio from what Packer was saying afterwards, but <laughs> they're unable to get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they were. It probably had a bit, a bit more. Um, yeah, I, read his, I think we all read his lips. He was, he wasn't saying, I hope you're okay. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Um, the Friday, the first game on Friday, we had Manly beat the Cowboys, handing uh, Josh Hannay his first loss mm. as head coach of the Cowboys, 24 to 12. Um, the Cowboys looked better. Yeah, they put up a bit of fight, but Manly's still dealing with some injuries, so... I don't know that I read into it massively. And they were also at home. So you expected them to play a little bit better. Yeah. How good was Cade Cust? I actually he, I thought he was awesome. Yeah, he's a gun. Um, he was pretty good last year too. Yeah. He's been a bit... I think he had injury last year, but he's he was good for them. Um, Cherry Evans is just... Oh God, he's looking good, isn't he? He really is. He's... um He... Yeah. I mean, he almost got the, the Golden D this year, but... Oh, this week. But yeah, he didn't go back to back. There's someone else who shone brighter than him. Yeah. Um, he was good last week. He was he was good this week. Um, I that's the type of player that I think like the Broncos need to fucking throw stupid money at. Yeah, if you throw stupid money at anybody. It's it's a halfback like him. Yeah, I know he's I know he's signed until like you know till fucking retires twenty twenty forty six or something. But yeah. Um, you know, he's a Queensland boy. He's a Brizzy. Well, he's actually not a Brizzy boy, but he's a Queensland boy. If they could um, convince him to to come home, you'd never know. Contracts don't mean a lot these days. 
You're right. Um, but I mean, he might do the same sort of backflip as he did with the Titans. So <laughs> probably who knows? That's fair. Yes. Um, second game on Friday. Shall I, or shall you? Um, no, look, I'm not even tender about this one, mate. Like the storm, we always knew the storm were going to get up, didn't we? Yeah. Um, they were, they were playing well. Um, you know, the week before they, they put the Titans to the fort, to the sword, 42, six. Um, you know, it was pretty obvious that they were going to do the same thing again. Um, yeah. So can't, can't complain um, with, you know, with what we saw, it was everything that I expected to be completely honest. I think yeah. that um, the storm or they just continue to do what they do every year, every year it's to say that they probably won't be there. And every year they are there. Cameron Smith, Ages like fine wine. Yeah, he really just, does. Just gets better and better. He um, does. For the Broncos, I thought we were actually improved. I know the scoreline says probably otherwise um, yeah. that we got thumped, but I actually thought that we were better across the park. Um, definitely. Than yeah. past weeks, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, not better than the storm, obviously, yeah. but just better than what we've been seeing in recent times. I thought that they showed a little something. I thought um, Brody Croft is out injured this week. Spoiler alert. Shoulder injury, yeah. But I thought he was fantastic. He plays with so much heart. He really gives a shit. Yeah, which is good to see from a team. Yeah. Um, Milford Milford was absolute trash again. (laughs) What, he had six runs for 40 metres or something? At fullback too. I mean, come on. It's not what you want. Honestly, I could have played fullback and done a better job. Yeah. I was calculated to less than 10 metres per run, which is... Very poor. Um, yeah, honestly, the, the the storm are just way too good at the moment. Um, I do I do think that the first half of that game, the Broncos were the better team, um, mm. and then obviously Storm kicked it into gear. And I think at halftime, you went in to um, went into the locker at like twelve eight or something. Um, it was. I'll tell you. I just it was, had it up actually. Yeah, it was pretty close. Uh, we had six at the half and they had 12. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. So they had 14. It was 14, six at the half. Yeah. And yeah, like the Broncos were the better team in that first half. A couple of, un- couple of unlucky, unlucky calls made the storm get up at halftime. Um, yep. But obviously they finished it out with pure class. So you'll, you'll like this before we move on to the next game. I had a win on the punt. Hey, same game multi, because that's my bread and butter. It is. It wasn't a lot of money in this one because all the storm stats were expected. Yeah. So they weren't paying massively, but I still picked up a handy, a handy amount. I put the storm head to head, the storm thirteen plus. I had Adokar and Pappenhausen as any time try scorers. Mm-hmm. I had total match points over forty point five. I had Melbourne get to twenty. First, I had Melbourne get to 10 first and I had Melbourne to win both halves. Wow. How all much? Of those, all of those um, came through. It was um, the only one that I was, sorry, I'll ask you a question. The only thing I was anno- annoyed about was when I was looking at it, I saw that it had the storm. Uh, what was it? Oh, it was the storm to win by 18 and a half or more. Yeah. And it was also the storm to score 40 or more 
and I had them both in and it had my um, odds at like $9 something or $10 something. And I was like, Oh, and then I was just like, it's pissing down rain. Like maybe they don't get to 40. Yeah. It might not be a huge score. Yeah. I was like, okay, maybe this one, you know, probably falls into the 30. So I'll go 30, but I won't go, I won't go 40. And you know, we know what happens. So yeah. Um, all of that was only paying $5.70 because there, <laughs> there was a lot of things in there that were obvious. Um, yeah. But the anytime try score, I mean, Addo Car and Pappenhausen, I think from memory, just looking at it, you know, by, oh, actually, no, Pap's, Pap's got his try in the 59th minute. Yeah. But Addo Car scored within the first minute. So I was like, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I got 79 minutes for Pap's to get a try. <laughs> and he looked like it the whole game anyway. He did, and I actually, um, I wish I had to put Tino in there as part of the Anytime Try Score. He was paying like $3.60. Wow. He would have been a nice little ad addition to that. So how much did you take home? Um, I took home, I'd only put 10 on it. I only okay. put 10 on it, so 57. Yeah, okay. Could yeah. have been better, but a win's a win. Well, I'm probably in hindsight, it's always hindsight. You always look back and go, yeah, they're all certainties. <laughs> I should have thrown a fitty on it or something, but yeah, I don't, I don't bet that much. I just like throwing, you know, a couple of bucks on on something yeah. each week. A Macca's meal, basically. Yeah, I'm certainly not a big spender. Yeah. Um, before we do wrap up the game, as you said, Cam Smith is a fine, like aged like a fine wine. He's just too damn good. Like at this time of his career, is there a golden <laughs> bee coming in? I got to pay respects to the man. As much as I don't like him, he is an absolute. He's a workhorse. Everything about him is just... He's a legend. He is a legend. Um, he's played 422 games or something, isn't it? It's something ridiculous. He's nearly, I think he's nearly won or he has won 300 games. Most, yeah. players, most players don't even play 300 games. Nah. He's, um, it's stupid. He's got an absolute legacy as one of the best players of all time. I don't rate him as the best player of all time, but one of the best. Um, and for that, he's getting the Golden D this week. Well, wow. yeah, I, um, I, I, I had to I'd give it to him. I never thought I'd see this day. Neither did I. Um, I, I awarded it on like Saturday or something. I was like, yeah, he's got it. He's got to have this. Like I watched all three games on Saturday. I was like Sunday. I don't know. We can might be a big one from like Paul do or something, but nope. Was it? No, Sunday was the rate. Wasn't the raise, Was it? No. Um, but yeah, all in all, Cam Smith, golden D good on you. Um, you deserved nice. it, and yeah. For those people out there who say I'm biased, I'm not biased. I um, I give the D to whoever I think deserves the D. <laughs> <laughs> line up, line up. I can't believe that you just said that, but yeah, sure. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> all right, let's let's crack on the. Uh, let's, the fir- let's move on from that. <laughs> the first game on Saturday, we had the Roosters managed to hang managed to hang on um, against the the Warriors, eighteen to ten, in which was. An absolute cracker of a game. Um, su- such low-scoring game for the Roosters. People in fantasy had Tedesco captains thinking, yeah, big score, big score. Um, yeah. And although he scored 57, it just... Oh, man, they yeah, really... Un- not as much as people expected. No. Um, obviously, the Roosters found a way to do it and good on them. How was um big crazy eyes Jack Hetherington and Jared Warrior Hargraves... <laughs> Apparently, um, 
apparently Jack can throw them too. So yeah, it would have been interesting. They had to got into a bit of fisticuffs. I'd love to see some um, post-season boxing matches go down. Yeah. There's certainly no love lost between those two. I thought it was good. It was good to see them get a bit of, get a bit stuck into each other. And mm. um, yeah, I don't think no one got hurt. It was good, good, friendly fun. And um, Jared's a bit of a sook at the end of it. Yes, he didn't shake the hand. I don't Although know. What's, what's your opinion? Oh, um, it's really hard to tell. The footage that I've seen multiple times now, it kind of looked like Jack walked over. They kind of engaged. And and then as Jared was walking away, like Jack sort of put his arm around him and tried to continue on with it. And that's when Jared sort of stepped out of it. Like, all right, yeah. mate, like I've kind of acknowledged you enough's enough. Yeah. I don't know, but that's sort of the, the feeling I got. So I don't know that I'm that much against Hargreaves on it. Um, no. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty hard. of animosity between players. And it's um, hard to know exactly what was said. Like he could have been like, yeah, cheers, bud. Have a good one. And then old mates put his arm around him and had a little dig like, yeah. And then he's just got fuck off like and brushed him. Like it's really it's hard to know unless one of them gives us the, the insight. Um we'll speculate as we do. Exactly, exactly. Um second game on Saturday, had the Sharks. Is that it? No no real like th- throw no shout out to the to the Warriors for fucking hanging in there. Oh no, yeah, I mean all two of them, good on them. Um The Roosters like, should have put a cricket score on them. They should have. In theory. They should have. Was it the rain? Oh, it definitely doesn't help, but mm. no, the Warriors, mate, the Warriors dug deep. I think give them credit. That's I'd love to see a performance like that from, from the Bronx. Yeah, we haven't true. we haven't seen it. But anyway. Sharkies, Dragons. Yeah, yeah Sharkies. Um, Another good game. It was such a back and forth game. I didn't know who was gonna win it. Um I was worried early on. I, I backed the Sharks. I was yeah. getting a little I was getting a little antsy early on because the dragons come out firing. Yeah, everyone was like, uh, I think you were saying that um, Hamlin Ueli's gotten the first try scorer three weeks yep. in a row. Yeah. Um, people were week. putting money on him for this week, and then nope. <laughs> no, I did the same thing the week before. So not yeah. last week because he got it last week. The week before that, I threw it on him because he'd previously gotten the two weeks prior, and I thought fuck. So I put it on him and then he doesn't. And then the very next week he does. So <laughs> for everyone out there listening, probably jump on him and Ueli for this week's first try scorer. Yeah. Um, round 12, they play the Broncos. So they do yeah, indeed. Hamlin Ueli could very well <laughs> crash over in the first 30 seconds. Could be, could be. Depends who wins the toss. That's true. But um, yeah, close game, as you say. Uh, Lomax was huge. Jesus. He's really come on strong this year, hasn't he? He really has. He's um he's an attacking weapon, which you don't even realise. He just he just plugs away and he, he spots his opportunity, he's, he goes for it. He's sneaky good. He's kind of underrated. Mm. Um Sean Johnson was massive again for the Sharks. He's really taken control of that team, hasn't he? It's done Yeah, a- especially with Chad Townsend going down to the injury as well. Um yeah. he'll be out for at least six weeks. I would say uh, Connor Tracy step in there and um, yeah. be a bit well, of a passenger. It's Sean Johnson's team now. now. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, they're, they're looking good. They're looking good. Raiders got the job done against the Bunnies. They did. Another close game. There was a lot of like, it was weird. We went into this round thinking there's going to be some massive, um, massive score lines because it was very obvious games that you thought, oh, okay, this one's going to be a big one. This well, will be a big one. One was. <laughs> Well, yeah, just the one. Um, but the rest of them were like, yeah, this is, this is pretty yeah. close. Yeah, that's true. And there were teams 
like we said, they were teams that were expected to win healthy. Yeah. So Matt Raiders got the job done against the Rabbits. This one we expected to be a tight one, though. We did. And, man, you see the injury to Charles Nickel Clockstat? Yeah. That's rough. Compound yeah. dislocation. You see the bone popping out of the skin, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, but crazy, crazily enough, he'll be back in two weeks. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. Eh? The, because if it had a bit of break, it would have been longer. Yeah. But because there was no break, which is... Which I don't know how you'd like, have a bone <laughs> pop out that's not a break. It's crazy. Yeah. It's it's kind of it's kind of gross. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, but the Raiders they dug deep, man. They um, they held they held South out massively in that second half. Um, yeah. And I think they just showed that you just can't count them out, can you? No. Yeah, That's I'm... two weeks two weeks in a row now. Yeah, they had a bit of a weird spell towards the middle that they weren't. Weren't going too well, but then last couple of weeks they really stepped it up, and uh, we'll see it in the lists to come that they've got some big ins. Yeah, big ins. They're gonna they're gonna come out strong this weekend. Mm. Sunday. Yeah, first game on Sunday. The doggies. The doggies upset the very poor knights. They um the knights were terrible, but the doggies were great. It's a bit of a bit of a difference there. Um, like obviously not to take anything away from the dogs. But the Knights did suck. Um, <laughs> man, yeah. I've never seen Ponga have so many mistakes. And they just, they really shut him down. They just, he wasn't able to do anything. Yeah. That's that's very true. I think he, it's true the Knights didn't play well, but you've got to give the doggies credit. They yeah. they went out there with siege mentality and they took it right up to them. Their line speed was really good. They got in their faces a little bit. They really just really just took time away from the Knights. And yeah. the Knights are that kind of team where if they can get a bit of a roll on, they they start to, you know, carve teams up. But the, the doggies gave them no space. And yeah. um you've got to give credit where credit's due, man. Better team on the day and credit to you for, for picking the upset. <laughs> yeah. I even called and it. It ruined my tipping comp. I went seven of eight this weekend. That was the game I missed. Like, you fucking serious? Should have, should have believed me. Oh, mate. Seven of eight. Dirty. Yeah, it was um, pretty intense. I did, as I said last week, going into the game, like, the doggies looked good the week prior, whoever they burst. Um, Is that Roosters? Um, no, it was um, no. St. George. Yeah. St. George yeah. the week before. And like they, they looked like they could get the job done. They just didn't get over the line. And I was like, mm. they're building. They're definitely building. There's a lot of heart in that team. Yeah. Um, so, so two weeks ago, the Broncos beat the Dogs 26-8. Yeah. I said last week that by default, because we beat the Dogs, and the Dogs then lost to the Dragons by six. That means we're probably better than the Dragons. Okay. And then the Dogs come out and beat the Knights. Does that mean you're better than Knights as well? Yeah, I believe so. I think yeah, that's what yeah. it means, yeah. I think that's how it works. One plus one equals four, yeah. <laughs> uh, if, if the dogs win again, they'll get off the bottom of the ladder. And I'm telling you. Yeah. If the Broncos win the wooden spoon, there'll be fucking riots in Brisbane. I promise you. Yeah, there will be. I promise you. What they, I think they've only missed the finals twice in their entire history. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a third this year. I cannot see them making it with the draw they have. We're not um, making the finals. No. But if we finish last, that's a whole different kettle of fish. Yeah. Seriously. What should happen though? Watch the Broncos finished eighth and then Tigers finished ninth. 
That would be glorious. Happened last year. Yeah. Um, last game of the round, Panthers were very lucky to get away with the win over the Titans. Yeah. Um, who obviously were on a high because of their recent signing. Um, they come out, they, they really put it in. They put an effort in. Does that, does that happen? No, probably not. <laughs> like next year, we've got a guy coming that's awesome. We're going to play better this weekend. Like, is that weird? Maybe. I don't know. Like, you never I mean, know. I mean, we like a headline, but that one seems like bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it depends. The culture might be moving on its way up, as you said. Oh, I think it is. I think yeah. without a doubt. Without a doubt. What was wrong with the Panthers? Why they? Why do you think they struggled? Like, is it um, all the credit to Titans, or do you think Panthers were a bit off? Complacency, maybe? Yeah, I think they walked in there expecting to get the W pretty comfortably. Yeah. Which is basically any team that goes up against the Titans and the Dogs. You just yeah. think you're going to walk away with the win. It did look likely early on, though. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, at, I think in the first, I think after 15 minutes, um, it was 10 nil. Yeah, yeah. Steve, Stephen Crichton for the Panthers though, he is man behind Cleary. He's probably their second best player. He's good, eh? Ridiculous. Panthers are looking good, mate. Top of the ladder. Yeah. With that. Um. Actually, are they top? No, I think the Eels are back up top. Uh, no, Panthers, mate. Panthers. Oh. Eels a third. Third? Storm yeah. second? Yeah. Yeah, right. They're same points, though. Storm and Eels have both got 18 points. Panthers have got 19. Okay. It's a bit of a gap forming up the top, though. There is. The, yeah, the ladder's really separating itself. From third from... to fourth is two wins, four points. Yeah. And then that middle is very congested. Yeah. Oh, shall we get you know, into the week? Before we do, you know where the Tigers are? Uh, tenth. Nope. No, we're ninth? Of course we're ninth. You're ninth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, standard. Very standard. Very standard. Um, right, let's do it. I'll go the first week, first game this yeah, week. Yeah, go for it. All right. Dragons versus the Rabbits on Thursday night football. Net Strata Jubilee. First game of Magic Round as well. This I mean, not Magic is Round, Indigenous, Indigenous Round. Indigenous Round, which is awesome. Um, team lists. Dufty at the back for the Dragons. Jordan Pereira and... Ravalawa are on the wings. Ewan Aitken, Zach Lowe, Max uh, in the centres. Corey Norman, Ben Hunt at the half-back roll. Yes. Blake Lowry is up front. Cameron McInnes takes the nine jersey back. Paul Vaughan in 10. Tyson Brazell in 11. Tarek Sims in 12. Jackson Ford in 13. Um, Fui Mayono in the 14 jersey. Josh Kerr, Jacob Host, and Tristan Saylor. Yes. Um, Adam Clune is out. Trent Merrin is out. Um, for South, um, I believe just the one change. Latrell Mitchell at the back, Jackson Paulo and Alex Johnson in the wing, in the wings. Um, Campbell Graham, Dan Gagai in the centers. Cody Walker and Cody Flykick Walker in the sixth jersey. Good old Flykick. Flykick's there. Reynolds in seven. Totola in eight, Damien Cook in nine, Tom Burgess up front in 10, Jaden Sewer, Bailey Sirinan, and Cameron Murray. Off the bench, Mark Nichols, Liam Knight. Uh, is that Keon? Oh, I don't actually know how to pronounce that one. Keon Koloa Matangi. Koloa yeah. Matangi. Koloa Matangi. Um, he's in the 16 jersey, and Patrick Mago in 17. Jack yes. Johns doesn't get a run this week. No, he doesn't. Mm. 
it's not what you know it's who you know i would have thought but anyway <laughs> <laughs> not when it comes to bennett who you got uh the dragons dragons no, no sorry no the rabbitos it's indigenous round there's plenty of indigenous players in that team who are just going to step up it's actually an interesting point so from my knowledge just looking at it i don't know how many of these guys at the Dragons are Indigenous, I would say probably zero. Oh, Tristan Saylor. Tristan Saylor. Yeah. He definitely is. But for the Bunnies, Latrell, I don't know about Jackson Paulo. Dan Gagai is. Yep. I think Alex Johnston is. Yeah. Cody Walker is. Yep. Um, who else they got? I think that's it. There might be others in there that I'm not aware of. but Yeah, probably. So they've got at least four. Yeah, it's going to be a good, good way to start off the round, I reckon. Rabbits by 16. Rabbits by 16. Yeah. Um, I'll say Rabbits will only just escape with it, with okay. a um, a clutch try from Cody Walker. Uh, Who? Oh, sorry, Flakic. Flakic, oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, those dragons, like obviously the, the spine goes back to what it used to be because Adam Clune is still suffering from a HIA. Yeah. Um, I believe that next week they'll probably go back to what they were doing with Ben Hunt back in number nine. Yeah. Should be interesting. Yeah. I agree. Alrighty. Second game of the round, we have the Tigers up against the Warriors at the SCG. Um, looking forward to this game. I really am um, coming off that loss. I'm sure the Tigers are probably going to um, put up a good fight. I think they will. Yeah, um, they line up with Adam Dewey at the back with David Nofaluma and Tommy Talau on the wings. Uh, Chris Lawrence remains in the centre with Moses Embai. Um, the halves are still uh, Billy Walters and Benji Marshall. The forwards consist of Josh Allier, Harry Grant in the number nine, Oliver Clark, Luke Garner is back from injury, Luciano Leilua and Alex Twall is back from injury, um, pushing Eisenhuth out of the seventeen. Um, the interchange consists of Sam McIntyre, who is back after his um, his HIA as well. Um, Thomas McKayley comes back into the team as well. Luke Brooks still on the bench. And Sean Bloor in number 17. He was a gun last night. Oh, last week. He was, yeah. Yeah, running he at Nathan Brown. Didn't and take then... a backward step, did he? <laughs> nope. Uh, the big dog, big dog. Um, and yeah, so it's a massive ins. Um, Josh Reynolds comes back from the suspension as well. Obviously yeah. not in the starting 17, but who knows where he'll be. Um, I do want to say, just before I get into the Warriors team, that it was good to see um, Michael Cheekham tweet out the night of that he's back at home. He did go to the hospital straight away from that, yeah. from the head knock, and he didn't, had a bit of a seizure on the field as well. Yeah, that did not look good, man. That was... No. That was really uh, really not nice to see. I'm glad to hear he was good. Yeah. Obviously, they won't uh, risk him this week, so he'll get another week's rest, which is nice. Yeah. Um, the Warriors line up with a different sort of back line now that the Fuss and Mamalo is back in NZ. Um, yeah. RTS still at the number one with Patrick so, Herbert moving to the wing. So they were the only two that left this week? Uh, no, the others left as well. But okay, but they just went in the side already, hey? Yeah. Uh, yeah, correct. Um, so RTS at the back with Patrick Herbert moving to the wing. Um, George Jennings on loan from the Eels on the other wing. 
with Adam Pompey and Peter Hiku in the centres. Cody Nicarima and Blake Green in the halves. It's good to see Nicarima's back there. Yep. Um, the forwards consist of Jermaine Tanua-Brown, Carl Launton in the number nine jersey, Crazy Eyes Jack Hetherington in the number 10, uh, <laughs> Alicia Katoa, Tohu Harris, and Jazz Tavanga round out 13. Uh, with the interchange being Wade Egan, Adam Blair, Daniel Alvaro on loan from the Eels, um, and Lachlan Burr in the 17th. Neither, neither of those guys were getting getting runs. No, years. which is pretty crazy because I think it was, wasn't was last year. It was the year before. Daniel Alvaro was an absolute gun for the Eels. I don't know if it was because Nathan Brown was out for most of the season, mm. but he really stepped up a couple of years ago and he was the yeah. leading um, meter, get, meter, um, eater, eater, meter, eater on the um, gainer in the forwards league wide, um, which is pretty crazy considering Tom Lolo was in the same league. Mm. Um, Chanel Harris Tavita obviously is out, and then uh, the Fuss and Mamalo go back to NZ. Um, who you got? Is that a, is that honestly a question? I think the Tigers easily. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. I think the Tigers have looked pretty good. Um, even in that loss, like I said to the Eels, I thought they still looked pretty solid, and I think that'll be too much for the Warriors. Yeah, I'll um, I'll be putting a bet on with a friend, um, who is a Warriors fan, so I'm sure I'll hit him up after this podcast. Nice. Um, yeah, Tigers by uh, twelve at least. Okay. Um, Friday Broncos Sharks. Yes. Suncorp Stadium. Um. Sharks have been good lately. Um, Broncos, uh, familiar face in the one jersey, Darius Boyd, returns home to the fullback jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard Kenner is on the wing with Xavier Coates on the other. Um, Farnworth and Staggs are the centres. Milford moves back to the six um, in place of... Um, Croft? Croft, that's right. Sorry, having a mind blank. Just think um, of Lara, Tomb Raider. <laughs> Not sure I see them in the same light, but I get the reference. <laughs> um, yeah, Milford in the six. Dearden holds down that seven jersey. Flegler up front in eight. Jake Turpin returns into the nine jersey. which That's is a big, big in. That is a big in for us. Payne Haas in the 10. Offenghawi in 11. Tavita, Pango Jr. in 12. Patrick Carrigan in 13. Uh, interchange is Isaac Luke, Reese Kennedy, Ethan Bullimore, and Ben Teo. Um, Jesse Arthurs is in the reserves. Um, I don't think he's far from coming back to, I would hope that he comes back in next week in place of Kenner. I would, I would assume. Yeah. Um, the Sharks, William Kennedy at the back, um, Katoa and Mulatalo on the wings, Dugan and Ramian in the centers, Sean Johnson in six, Connor Tracy comes into seven, Braden Hamlin, Ueli in eight, Blake Rayleigh in nine, Aaron Woods in 10, Brighton Nakora, um, or Britton Nakora in 11, Wade Graham 12, Toby Rudolph in 13. The Bents is Talakai, Jack Williams, uh, Wilton, and Hunt. Um, pretty solid team, I believe. There was the, the only change for them was, was Townsend. Yeah. Um, in terms of out, the ins, obviously Dugan, Nakora. Um, Surprisingly, the Sharks are $1.54. Broncos are $2.50. I would have expected them to be bigger outsiders than that. I think the Sharks have been pretty solid lately. 
I think they would have been bigger um, bigger odds there if Turpin wasn't in the team. I think he's a game changer. Okay. Interesting. I do think Turpin's good. Um, don't know if he's got that reputation yet, but I do think he's good to be. He's obviously big, big to have back for us. That's, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. I wonder about Milford and his and his um, hammy though. He he looked pathetic last week, and a lot of people have blamed it on his hammy. But so how's he recover this week? I can see him going off early. I just got a funny feeling that he won't even see out the game. And this is my prediction. You're talking about. Well, you, you were going to ask me this at the end of the pod anyway. Yeah. What's my take for this week? My take is that Milford will not finish the game. Tape Turpin will be playing in the halves, and Isaac Luke will be at nine. I yeah, I was going to say the exact same thing. You're right, though. I reckon that'll happen. Um, <clears throat> if, obviously, yeah, Luke, Isaac Luke comes back from the um, from his one-week suspension. Mm. Um, this team right here, like, I don't know if it's just like a, a hunch, but I'm, I'm going to say Broncos by 20. Yeah, right. That's huge. Yeah. Um, do you know the other, sorry, just quickly, the other surprising thing for me when this one was that... Um, Tyson Gamble. Yeah. Actually, I thought he looked pretty good. He did. Um, obviously, it sucks that they were in a team that lost to the Storm by that much. Yeah, but um, he, he really had a go. I thought he, he good, had good intensity and, and intent in defense. I thought he was, I thought he was, I thought he was good. I, I think that um, I would have him in that team. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what the difference maker is. Um. But yeah, I mean, the the Broncos, they looked better last week. Um, and up against the Sharks, as you, as you said before, it's a game that you can win. I think we said this last week when we we're looking at the, the draw going forward. Yeah. We gave the win to the Broncos for this game. Sharks are due for a stinker. Exactly. Hence Sean why John- I said 20. Sean Johnson's due to have a stinker. Yeah. But we'll see. A, a man can dream, right? <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. that's true. We'll see. Um, so who you got, the Broncos? Um, I'm steering clear of this game with my money. Yeah. Um, there's just nothing that I've seen, mate, that makes me think that we can even beat the Sharks, if I'm honest. I, I'm holding hope. Let's just go. My heart says Broncos. My head says Sharks. Okay. No scoreline? I'm torn. I'm completely torn. Okay. Down the middle, sitting on the fence. Um, the first game on Saturday, we have the Roosters up against the Titans, um, which another game where you would expect the Roosters to slaughter. Dollar five, dollar five favorites to $10. The Titans are paying $10. It's worth a cheeky dollar. Chuck a dollar on it. <laughs> yeah. Just for the lols. Absolutely. Mm. Um, the Roosters, however, do have a pretty pretty big out. Brett Morris is facing a bit of injury. Um, but the Roosters line up with James Tedesco in the number one jersey, Ryan Hall um, on the wing with Ikevalu on the other wing, uh, Josh Morris and Joey Manu in the centres. Man, Joey Manu, what a gun. That solo try last week was an absolute... Oh, so good. It was, it was pretty impressive, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Luke Keery and Kyle Flanagan in the halves. And another one here, Luke Keery, his, I think it just came out recently that um, he's not one of those players on huge money. Well, he's on big money, but he's not on like a million dollar contract, um, which he could go anywhere and get a million. Easy. Yeah, very true. 
Um, the forwards he's, can. He's yeah. not on a million officially. Well, yeah. Brown <laughs> bags. <laughs> Let's just say the Roosters are um, they're crafty. <laughs> yeah, hence why they're getting Sunny Bill. Um, Joe Warrior Graves in the eight jersey with Jake Friend in the number nine. Um, Takiaho in the 10, Tupanua in 11, Orbison, good old mix of fit, Mr. Fix It in the 12 with Cordner still out, um, and Isaac Liu in the 13. Uh, the interchange consists of Lachlan Lamb, who's been pretty good for them, um, Fast Farmacilli in the. <laughs> there's like so many of these that are like close to, close to that. Uh, Farmer Silly in the 15, Nat Butcher in the 16, and Lindsay Collins round out the interchange. Um, as I said before, big out, Brett Morris. Uh, but also, Ryan Hall on the wings. Not anything that you can turn a blind eye, blind eye to. It'd be good to see him finally get a try in the NRL, which will happen this week. Do you think he came to the NRL like a couple of years too late? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> like, is it, that? is it that or is there just too much talent and too much talent like in front in front of him yeah i mean they what was it daniel tupo who's normally on that wing or is it ikavalu i mean who's, it's it's well they're both i think T- ikavalu is there so tupo's must be out yeah well obviously tupo or Mor- is and morris out. i think morris is normally in the five ikavalu's out of the team and tupo's in the two yeah um so i guess I don't know why, but Tupo used to be their try scorer when he was there. Maybe yeah. with Tupo not there, they decided to go to the other side instead. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But the Titans, the good old mighty Titans, lining up with Corey Thompson at the back, with Anthony Don and Philip Sammy on the wings, with uh, Brian Kelly and Dale Copley in the centres. Do you remember when Dale Copley played for the Broncos? Yeah, that was a long time ago. Hmm. I never um, really, I never really rated him that highly, to be completely honest. No, no. Oh, fair enough. He's, I don't think he's ever really reached his potential. He was next big thing, but I don't think he's reached his potential. I still think he's a solid player, but he's, he's. I don't think he's reached his potential. Yep. Um, the halves consist of Ash Taylor and Jamal Fogarty, who's been great for them. Fogarty's been huge. Yeah. Um, the forwards consist of uh, Mofo Fodawaker. Um, Nathan Peets in the number nine jersey. Uh, Jamin Jolliffe, Kevin Proctor, our boy Keegan Hipthrust, and Jai Arrow in the 13, uh, with the interchange being Tanner Boyd, Tyrone Peachy, Jared Wallace, and Sam Lasone. Um, last week, you know how the Titans really put up a really good fight? Yeah. I think one of the men in that team who really stepped up was Jared Wallace. He hasn't been doing much for the past couple of years, but it last was it Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. He yeah. um he was really putting in the hard work. It was good to see that he's trying to probably looking for that jersey for the end of the year. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. The competition's a bit thin for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um Corey Thompson's been great too. You're missing him? I am, but at the same time, oh the Eels really know how to target a fullback. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Dewey was just, he very, he underperformed a lot on the weekend. Um, he was up in the line too much. And obviously, you can't do that up against the Eels. Uh, but it is good to see at the Titans, AJ Brimson is, um, he's in the reserves. So hopefully, oh, yeah. in the next week or so, he'll be back. 
What does that mean for Corey Thompson? Or does Brimson end up in the halves? Yeah, Brim- Brimson takes the number six jersey from Ash Taylor. No. You never know. Really? Maybe. I don't know. You've got to play him. Maybe he takes Tanner Boyd's spot on the bench. I was going to say Copley or someone. Centers. Oh, yeah. Actually, Corey Thompson can go to the wing. Um, uh, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Mm. Only That'll, time be will That'll be interesting. Um, Saturday, 5.30, Cowboys versus the Raiders. Country Bank Stadium up in Townsville. Um, the Hammer at fullback, Kyle Feltz and um, Talagi in the wings. Um, uh, Lee Malou and Justin O'Neill in the centres. Um, Dejan Asi in the six. Jake Clifford in the seven. Um, Josh McGuire in eight. Reese Robson in nine. Jordan McLean in ten. Shane Wright, Cohen Hess and Tamalolo round out the 13. Bench, Mitchell Dunn, Tom Gilbert, Gavin Cooper, and big Frankie Molo. Yes. Um, the Raiders, $1.37 favourites. Rapana at the back. Um, GZ was good at the back before he went off injured. Yeah. He, he was good. He actually impressed me a lot. He's started to come alive for them. Um, um, Sammy Valame. Jared Croker, Curtis Scott, Nick Kotrick is your back line. Jack Whiten, George Williams, no surprises there in the halves. Josh Papali, Big Papa Papali um, in the eight. Monster game on the weekend as yeah. per usual. Uh, Havili has been good, locks down the nine jersey. Dynamis Louis has been awesome at 10. Um, Bateman is there. It's good to see him back. Bateman's there. Elliot Whitehead is there, and Hudson Young holds down the 13 jersey. Their bench is Tom Starling, Joseph Tapanay, Brian Sutton, Corey Harawira, Naira. That's a, that's a good team. On paper, that's a good team. It is. Um, $1.37 favourites. I'll probably throw a little sneaky, sneaky something, something on this one. Yeah. Um, I really like. I mean, Curtis Scott's back in the team. I don't know if that's by necessity because um, CNK is out. Um, but the inclusion of John Bateman to this team is a massive up. Um, slotting into the 11 jersey gives Hudson Young 13 jersey. He'll play big minutes there, hopefully. And mm. it'll be good for me fantasy-wise as well. Um, yeah. Tom Starling has been great on the bench. Yeah. I, do, I think Harawira and Ira is going to be good for them too. Yeah, yeah. So many good yeah. players. Raiders have built something, definitely. Yeah. Who you got? Raiders. Yeah. Big one. Yeah, I'm actually. When you when we look at the next game while you're doing that, I'm when you call the list, I'm just going to pull up what the betting is. Actually, I'll just do it now. Yeah, I've got um, so, I've got the Raiders by thirteen. Yeah. Okay. So the Raiders are dollar thirty seven favorites. To win 13 plus, they're paying $2.40. That's what they're favoured. That's the favourite odds is the Raiders 13 plus. Um, and the line, the standard line, the Raiders are giving up eight points like that. For me, that's money. That's, yeah. They're paying $1.90 at eight, at minus eight. I'm all over that. That's money. <laughs> that's money for jam. I do like jam. I do like jam. <laughs> I like money. 
Um, on the last game for Saturday, we have the Sea Eagles versus the Panthers. Um, sea Eagles just continuously just plot, plot along there. Um, the backs um, consist of Bre- uh, Brennan Elliott in the number one jersey, George Tafua and Ruben Garrick on the wings, um, with Brad Parker and Moses Hooley in the centres. Cade Cust still in the number six jersey and DCE in the seven. Um, the forwards consist of Adam Fanua Blake, Danny Levi, who's been pretty great. He's been he's been putting in some work. He's been solid for them. Mm. Uh, Marty Tapao, Joel Thompson, Curtis Sirinan, and Jake Trevojevic. Um It's good to see Jake play. He's playing well. Um, he's he's good, a, man. Yeah, he's he had good. a bit of a quiet start of the season, but he's um he's picked yeah, it up. He's, that's true. Uh, the interchange consists of. Uh, Lachlan Croker, Corey Waddell, Sean Kepi, and Tanella Paseca. Um, uh, you'll notice in the reserves, Dylan Walker is not too far away as well. That's going to be huge for them. Yeah, massive. Um, the Panthers consist of uh, Caleb Aikens at the back in the one jersey uh, with Josh Mansour and Malachi Watanis Lesniak still gets that wing jersey. Uh, with yep. Brenton Naden and Stephen Crichton in the centres. Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary, or shall I say King Cleary, is an absolute <laughs> gun. Um, it's been, it's been the, huge this year. He really has. He gets better. Man, I, I can't believe... Like, imagine he's seeing pretty, him in like five, ten years. Not ten years, maybe five years. He's pretty young still. Mm. Do you know what's funny is that when we were talking about the, the New South Wales teams in like round three or four, you said that he shouldn't be there because they should let some young guys in. Well. And then I said to you, well, I think he's like 21 or 22. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry to drop that on Who you. else did I say was going to be in the halves? I think you said Cleary. Cleary and Kiri? No, sorry. Kiri is what I meant. You said Kiri and... Oh, shit. I don't know. We'll have to go back. Yeah. Um, the forwards consist of James Tamo, Mitch Kenny in the number nine jersey, um, James Fisher-Harris, Viliami Kikau is back, uh, Liam Martin and Isaiah Yo, with the interchange being Tyrone May, um, Spencer Lanier, uh, Moses Leota and Billy Burns. Appy Corazau is only a couple of weeks away as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll be good for them when he comes back. And I heard recently, I think it was Cleary himself said that, um, uh, he said to Fittler that, he reckons Isaiah Yo deserves um, to yeah. to slot into a jersey for the Blues. I saw that he's been he's been awesome. Can't argue. Who you got? Um, Penny Panthers, mate. Yeah, you reckon? No, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna go against you there. I'm gonna say the Sea Eagles. The Panthers they've been good. Don't get me wrong, but um, I think they're starting to shake a little bit. A little bit. And what? a team who, like, up against the Titans, man, they they didn't look like the best team. Um, and I, I think with a little bit of a crack there, I think Manly's going to um, come out with a bit of an earthquake and make that crack huge. We'll see. We'll see. I feel like a couple of ins for them, though. I feel like they'll probably be, probably be ready. But anyway, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. You might call it again. Um Sunday, 2 p.m., we've got the Doggies versus the Eels. Um, speaking of sort of one-sided, I mean, the Eels are $1.12 favourites. Um, doggies paying six fifty. 
Um, Probably not as big as it should be. Yeah. Um, Doggies, Nick Meany at fullback, Dallin Martinez, Lazesniak, um, and Marcelo Montoya are your wingers. In the centres, Tim Lafay. Yeah. Which we knew was which we knew was coming. Um, they were talking about that for a couple of weeks. Um, Jake Avarillo is the other centre. Kieran Foran in six. Lachlan Lewis holds down the seven jersey. Aiden Tolman up front. Jeremy Marshall King in the hooking role. Dylan Napa holds down the ten. Josh Jackson, uh, Raymond Fatala Marina, and twelve. Luke Thompson in thirteen. Mm-hmm. Off the bench for them, it's uh, Jack Cogger is there, which is good. Um, Sione Katoa, um, Sao Sao Su, and Opahiki Ogden rounds out the bench. The Eels, um, Clint Gutherson at the back, Sivo and Ferguson are your wings, Michael Jennings and Blake, the centres, Dylan Brown, Mitchell Moses, six and seven, Regan Campbell-Gillard, shout out Regan Campbell-Gillard for putting on a hell of a try last week. That line break. He just, I don't so, know why no one turned around and chased him too much. No, they did. I think he showed some wheels. I think he showed <laughs> some wheels for the big guy. Um, Reed Marnie in nine. Junior Polo at 10. Sean Lane. Ryan Madison has awoken for this game. And Nathan Brown in the 13 jersey. Bench for them is Andrew Davey. Um, Murata Nakore. Kane Evans. And Oregon Kafusi. Oh, my boy, Oregon. Um, para yeah para for sure um, the dogs can't go back to back the well, what I like about the dogs though is they have Jack Cogger on the bench which is it's good to see um, when Jack Cogger and Nick Meany are in the same team they um they light it up so so, so news out of the dogs um, from this afternoon is that the Dragons are pretty close to signing Adam Elliott for 2021 yeah I listened to him on uh, inside the NRL, I think it is, um, with Jamie Soward and a couple of others. Um, Adam Elliott was a special guest as a call-in, and he was saying that he was. Um, there have been teams that have really put some offers out to him. He wasn't going to mention them, um, yeah. but it was hinted that it might be the Dragons. Yeah, um, and he's knows? out for the rest of the season, so he's probably played his last game for the Dogs. Yeah, unless the dogs go into the finals. <laughs> I think that's a I think that's a loss for them. Yeah, it's a massive if loss. Goes, if he goes, I think it's a big loss. Big loss. But they do have he does, the Bulldogs do have some good players coming. True. Um they got Luke Thompson there, which is he's good. Um Yes. When you said Tim Laffey, for some reason my brain went to Tim Simona and then I was like, Hold on. Didn't he get like banned from the NRL for his gambling? <laughs> I'm not too sure what happened there. Yeah, I don't know either, but definitely Lafay. Yeah, yeah. From the Dragons. <laughs> From the Dragons. Uh, yeah, Eels by a big, a big score. I think this game will make the Eels go back on top of the ladder. Um, well, you backed the Panthers to get beat, didn't you? I did. Um, the Eels go back on the ladder, and because of a big score, getting their for and against back up there as well. Fair. Um. And last game of the round, we have the Storm versus the Knights at Sunny Coast Stadium. Um, do you get tickets? I did not. No, nah, neither. I'm busy. I'm busy this weekend. I've got a footy tournament the whole weekend. Oh, fair enough. Um, maybe you're playing in this game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, 
don't think either of these teams need me. No, nah, fair enough. But if they're listening, I'm available. Yeah, back up, Pappenhausen. Um, <laughs> you got the wheels, yeah? I'm, I'm about as old as Cam Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the and back of the storm. Yep. Uh, we have Pappenhausen. Um, Vunavalu is in the number two jersey with Adekar on the other wing. Marion Seve and Justin Olam in the centres with Cam Munster and Jerome Hughes in the halves. Um, the forwards consist of Nelson Asofa Solomona. Cam Smith, obviously, is there in the number nine jersey. Um, Christian Welsh, Felice Cafusi, Kenny Bromwich, and Dale Finucan round out the 13. The interchange is uh, Brandon Smith, Tino, um, Albert Vete, and Tom Tino, Eisenhuth. Tino who? Uh, Fasui <laughs> Maliawi. Oh, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> I've been practicing because he's good friends with Dave Vita. <laughs> um, unfortunately, Paul Momorowski played his last game for the Storm. That loan obviously didn't play too well for the Storm. <laughs> um, he's got a broken finger. Yeah. And that team, man, the Storm's team right now, they, that team can't be beaten. I don't think that team can be beaten. Really? Yeah. Um, the Knights consist of Kalen Pong at the back with um, Tuala, Tuala and Hamil Hunt on the wings with uh, Tata Moga and Braden and Best in the centres. Uh, the halves consist of Kurt Mann and Mitch Pierce. In the forwards, we have David Clemmer, Chris Randall in the number nine jersey. Let's see if it's cursed or not. Um, Jacob Saifidi, Lachlan Fitzgibbon, Aidan Guerra and Mitch Barnett. Got that one right this week. Nice. Um, the interchange is Phoenix Crossland, Josh King, um, Pasami Solo, um, and Herman S.A.S.A. Um, <laughs> your boy Tex Hoy still misses out as well. Uh, those outs, though, Sione Matadia, Andrew McCulloch, and Connor Watson. That's rough. That's a huge list. That is rough. Um, who you got for that game? Storm? Yeah, I think the Storm be too good. And yeah. I think they quite enjoy playing on the sunny coast. They do. They Sunshine do. Coast Sunshine Coast Storm. Not a bad ring to it. <laughs> Sunshine Coast Storm. Only way you get me cheering for the Storm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, honestly, I'm still not going to cheer for them. Um, I'll still be back. And I, I want to back the Knights. Storm will win this, but I'll be going for the Knights. You're a sunny coast boy. If they actually were the sunny coast Storm for Would now, I follow them? No. Would you, if it, would you even give them anything? No. Never. Never. Going to just diss the sunny coast like that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Stand by it. You've done well. Yep. I, um, I stick by my word. Um, so, game of the round, what do you reckon? Good question. Probably that last game, I think. Storm Knights. Yeah. I do think that's going to be a good game. Um, yeah, I think probably the Storm Knights one, mate. What about you? Um, yeah, Storm Knights will be game of the round for sure. For sure. Any hot takes before we round it out? No, like I mentioned in the Bronx game, I think Turpin finishes in the halves. Milford probably doesn't play the full game. Yeah. I can see that happening. Fair enough. Um, yeah? Uh, yeah, Panthers finally crack, as I said. That'll be my, my hot take. The Eagles will... Um, put a number up. Yep. That's fair. Yep. Um, um, yeah, go on. I was just going to say, is there any any changes on the coaching front coming? 
What are you thinking there? For well, the, the talk Broncos? Of, no, just in general. I mean, the talk of, of Mary has gone quiet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it happens. If your team starts winning, the coach just kind of continues on. Mm. Um, Seabold, safe? Seabold's not safe. Heck no. Heck no. Um, yeah, I mean, if there's any coach at the moment who's at risk, it is Seabold. I don't think any other coach is um, is looking looking like they're not going to be there. Um, yeah, no, they they seem to be pretty fine. Um, Adam O'Brien obviously wasn't happy with the Knights' performance, but he's not going anywhere. No, that's true. He's not going anywhere. They're loving him. Yeah, um, I have. Oh, I did hear news that potentially Bennett wasn't going to be there next year, but I don't know. Well, the where. Dragons. I think the Dogs, the Dragons, the Warriors—they've all probably inquired. Yeah, but we'll see what happens. I think um, the one that's being looked at the most, I think, is Fitzgibbon at um, the Roosters. There, there's talk of whether he'll take the right gig. Yeah, fair enough. Along. Hmm. Should be interesting. Should See be the interesting. Warriors. The Warriors denied Jeff Tuvey an interview. <laughs> yeah, you Rough. got brushed. You got brushed. Yeah, you're not what we're looking for. Just Harsh. straight up. Harsh. Yeah. Anyway, that's another weekend league, mate. Looking forward to the weekend. It's going to be a cracker of a weekend. I'll be up on the sunny coast, so I probably won't be able to watch all the games live. Um, so I'll be watching a lot of cash up footy. Yep. See Indigenous, how we go though. Indigenous round. I'm keen to see the different jerseys they come up with. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. That's always really cool. Yeah, it was a pity we didn't get to see Anzac round on the week it was, but um, this one we will. And I think there's going to be a lot of Indigenous players stepping up this this week. Um, I'm just going to go for a a random random prediction that Josh Adokar will get four. Ooh, okay. Who are the Storm playing in? The Knights? The Knights. Jeez, the Knights fans don't want to hear that. (laughs) No, they don't. Um, but we'll get the heck out of here. We'll, t- we'll take it up and up for your time. Um, look forward to the week of footy. Uh, if you are looking for more content or content, or you just want to follow us, you can get us on Instagram at the charge down dot podcast. Um, but we will, we'll get the heck out of here. Um, catch you later, my friend. Catch you later, everyone. Thanks everyone for watching and listening and doing your thing. Don't forget to tell two friends to tell two friends. Peace out y'all.